You are listening to the Starter Girls Podcast with Jennifer Loading. Whether you are starting a project, starting a business, starting a brand, or starting a movement, we are here to talk about it. Starter Girls Podcast is brought to you by Walt Mills, photographer of Glad Models Agency. If you are in the Dallas or surrounding area and you're looking for some photography work, check out Walt Mills. You can learn more about him and his work at photosbywalt.com. All right, it is time to get this show started. Today is a great day to be brave. You might as well start now. You have the power to change your circumstances any day you decide. Let today be that day. Rise up, be amazing, be you, do you. All right, my friends, I am super excited to welcome my guest on today, but I want to tell you a little bit about her before we bring her on. Jennifer Fleck serves as general counsel for an oil and gas services company. She started in politics in 2012 when she helped remove a graphic sex education program from SciFair ISD in Houston. Jennifer stayed in that fight and brought her education issues at the state legislature, the state board of education, and various other statewide efforts. Most recently, she wrote three bills filed in the Texas 2019 legislative session regarding parental rights and protection children from inappropriate content in the classroom. During the 2019 legislative session, Jennifer realized that our elected did not represent we the people, so she decided to run for office. Jennifer Fleck was a Republican candidate for Texas State Representative House District 47. District 47 covers western Travis County, including a wide margin around Lake Travis and curls south to Onion Creek. Jennifer led in the March Republican primary and lost in the July runoff. She was suspicious of the reported election results, so she decided to investigate and analyze the election process. Upon discovering flagrant fraud and corruption, Jennifer filed an election contest in Travis County District Court. She believes in personal responsibility, and she believes that we must stand up for liberty. Jennifer is a mom to three grown children and has been married for 24 years. Wow. So welcome to the Starter Girls podcast, Jennifer. We're super excited to have you here. Yep, my pleasure. Thanks awesome. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to talk, I want to kind of like, I guess maybe backpedal here a little bit and go back to how this all kind of came about for you. Because I, this is just, you know, I always feel like things like this don't, they're never really kind of planned to happen. They just sometimes kind of sort of happen, you know, and you never, when you, you know, you look at yourself and you think, how did I get to doing these kinds of things? So kind of tell us a little bit, maybe the inspiration behind this, how you led to where you are today. I came to know the Lord in 1996 and soon thereafter started teaching Bible study at my church to middle school girls. And I did that. I've done that every week for a couple decades now. And so I definitely have a heart for teenagers, young teenagers. You know, some people are like, not middle schoolers, not me, any age but that, but that's my sweet spot age. Um, love them so much. And then um, my kids were in private school, but I had lived in the same house for a long time. And my neighbor's kids went to public school. And I think mainly because I'm an attorney. And when you're an attorney, people think you can do everything. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want a divorce. Can you help me? Um, you know, I owe a credit card debt. Can you help me? I got a ticket. Can you help me? And you're right. like, oh, I don't do all those things. But I think that's really the reason and we're friends. And so she came next door and asked me if I would look at a sex education program that they were starting in SciFair. And, um, and so I did, and it was targeted toward middle school girls or, and boys, but sixth, sixth, seventh and eighth grade were, was the target age of the program. And so I just really 
not only had I raised my own children, but I really felt like I knew that age and what they were ready for and prepared for based on my weekly experience with other kids. And um, anyway, I watched it and long story short, it was just too much over the top, very graphic. And it set me on a path of activism, which wasn't my plan. Um, but I just uh, kept working and pushing and trying to find the people that could make decisions and make changes. And we had some successes and a lot of setbacks. And um, anyway, so that led me to the Capitol. And then I got involved in the legislature and then I decided to run. And now I'm fighting election fraud. And yeah, it's like you're like you said, it's one thing rolls into the next and it feels bigger than what I'm able or capable of doing. But I just keep plugging along one day at a time. I love that. So, you know, I, I well, and I just think that, you know, when you're when you get into stuff like this, it's like you, you, you're right. It's like one thing leads into another. And the thing is, is that anything that you're doing, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's this or it's something else, anything that's worth fighting, you know, there are leaders. And then I will say there are other people that need the leaders. You know, we need the people that stand up and can go forward and are willing to fight the fight and do those things. And so I think you, you bear this almost like this weight of everybody on you, but people need that. They need those people to stand up and fight those causes. And so I think that that's incredible. You know, going through, I, I guess maybe take us where you are now, because I know you just, you went to, you just had your case going out on Monday. Am I correct? This week it started? Well, it's supposed to start, it was supposed to start on the 31st. That's right. Okay. 31st. But, that's right. Um, but on the, tw so yesterday, the 24th or 5th of August, the 24th, I guess, of August, um, the trial court dismissed my case on mootness. It's sort of like a technicality. And so now I've filed an appeal. So okay. I'll be headed toward the appellate court, hopefully next week, maybe the next week. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're, you yeah. definitely are a fighter. I follow your... I'm having trouble finding an ally that mm. has more power and more authority than I do. So a lot of times I'll be on social media and I'll be like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I, I can't go anymore. Like, this is not working. Nobody cares. And like you said, the people are like, we care. We just right. feel helpless. They feel like they don't, they can't do anything. And so the unique, um, the unique things about me is that one, I'm a candidate and because I'm a candidate, I have what's called standing. So I can bring a lawsuit where the average voter can't. So there's voter fraud. Nobody has standing except for a candidate. So if I don't file a lawsuit, nothing happens. Nobody does anything about it. And then in addition to that, I'm an attorney. And so a lot of times these kinds of um, cases are just not affordable. Um, I mean, the average person just doesn't have tens and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on legal counsel to get them through this process. And so both of those things put me in a unique position where I feel like I do feel somewhat of a weight on my on it. You know, I feel the burden. Sure. And, um, and yet I just do one day at a time, you know, like I just if today I can't do it. I just pray I go to bed and sleep. And the next morning I'm like, OK, let's go. Right. I'm ready. You've got, I can, you know, I follow your, your social media stuff and it's so interesting because, you know, I'm a fighter. And so 
<laughs> you always know when you when you meet people, and, and like this is the first time we're actually meeting face to face on a screen. But I always know when I there there are those people that when you you just can tell behind them there's a fire back there. There's just something that if you tell them no, they're probably going to keep persisting anyways. And yeah. so I joke about this all the time because when I was growing up, and I've said this on podcasts before, my mom has always said to me, you know, as a young child, that she would always tell me I couldn't do something because the minute she would tell me I couldn't do it, I would go out of my way to prove her wrong. And you know, I, the odd, crazy thing about that is I have three kids like that now. And I'm like, how did that happen? It's like turned on me and backfired, you know? So. I love that because I, I think we need people like that, like I said, that are willing to do that and fight the cause. And, you know, and it's it's amazing. You, you know, you go to bed and you feel defeated and then you always wake up the next day and you feel like you got this and you can put up another fight. So I admire you for that part of it. I want to ask you kind of, I guess, maybe a, a question because I always feel like there's silver linings in this and we can find things in this that are really keeping us moving. So what do you love about what you get to do? Like, what is the part that is really just, you know, Keeping you there, I'm keeping not you there. It lately. <laughs> not I'm loving not, it lately. I'm not loving it. Not lately. loving it lately. I do. I think the people like take the leaders out, take the government out, take everybody who we perceive as um, those that are here to help us and be for us. I don't, I don't, I'm very distrusting right now and I don't see a much fight in our leadership. And so when I am encouraged by just the, I call my, I used to call myself a commoner. I, lately I've started calling myself a peasant. <laughs> so when I have like fellow commoners and fellow peasants on, on social media, just, like saying, come on, let's go, go get them. You can do it. We're with you. We're behind you. It means so much to me. Um, I have people uh, approach me in public who I've never met and it will just come up to me and encourage me. And they're like, are you Jennifer Fleck? And it's just fun. And, and I give them a hug and, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, nobody has hugged me in four months. And that makes me want to cry. And so, um, and then I just, I, I don't wear a mask. So I go out and I don't have a mask on and I'll have people kind of walk around me and I see them out of my peripheral vision and they're looking at me and then they'll like take their mask off and they'll kind of get close to me and they're like, are you not wearing a mask? And I'm like, nope. And I just, I like, I don't know, just, I just so crave all of us like, uniting and banding together and just deciding that we're not going to do this anymore. And so all of that's very encouraging. I love it. That's awesome. See, I told we can find some silver lining in there. There's always something in there. Sometimes we just have to dig it out. You know, when you're in yeah. that, that valley of just having to fight battles every single day, you know, I talk about this all the time because we all go through different things and it's like, you have to dig so deep to find those like things that are just like, what is it that's keeping you moving through all of that? So I want to ask you kind of a mindset question, because I'm sure you checked out my podcast. I'm all about mindset and empowerment and all of that. And so I always like to ask this question when I've got somebody that's just really grinding on something here. When you are going after something, which you're doing right now, right now, what does that mindset look like for you? Like, what does that that look like on a daily basis for you, that fight? Um, 
it's a bit of stubbornness. And I know that sometimes it's not a good quality, but I think it can be useful. Um, I think it requires some fights. A lot of fights require just a stubborn persistence and a resilience and a, and a no matter what, you're not going to beat me um, kind of attitude. And um, it's pretty intense. It's not, I mean, I, my family is like, mom, can you please chill out? <laughs> I get that from um, mine too. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an intensity. It's an intentionality. It's a. It's um, being very focused, um, and so, but then also remembering to relax. I mean, I definitely at the end of the day, I have to just try to turn it off and um, relax and and get some peace and rest. And so I don't know um, intensity. I don't know. Hey, I don't it's all know. Good. It's, and so how old are your kids now, by the way? You've got three. How old are they? I have a 30, a 21, and a 15, almost 16. Okay. Okay. So yes, you do. You've got a couple grown kids in there. I mean, yours are, so they're close. Mine are 23, gonna be 19, and 16. And so I can definitely resonate with you on the chill out mom. I get it from all three of them. I'm like all the, two of ones in college, one's moved out. The 16 year old, year old is still at home and I keep threatening. I'm going to send him off somewhere. I'm like, just <laughs> stop it. Stop it. I'm going to like get rid of you, make you go stay somewhere for a while with your sister. So yeah. I get it. No, they want to send me off. They want to no, send me off. <laughs> well, he tries to tell me that too, but he's going to not have any money. It's going to be quite a problem if he doesn't have his income source, you know? <laughs> you can't send the mom off when you need the money, you know? So I love it. So with this current case that's going on right now, ideally, what would you like to see happen here? Like what would be the ideal situation with what's going on at this moment? So in the beginning, it was about not getting a legal election. And I really... Um, more than anything, I think that's, it was, it wasn't just important to me. I felt like it was important to the voters, like, um, voters who think that their vote counts. Like I used to think that my vote was counted. And so I don't think my objective has changed at all. If, if someone came to me today and said, Jennifer, if you'll concede your race and you'll shut up, we will fix the election offices throughout the state and make sure that all the voters in the state get a legal and fair election, I would do that. So my goal, and it's a lofty goal because so far I've had very little success, um, but my goal is that all of our votes would count. And I think November is a very, very important election and not just because of the president, but because if anybody's watching Austin, it's crumbling. Um, we need new city council members that don't want to defund the police, uh, you know, just little things. Um, and so this election is very important and I want our votes to count. Otherwise, what are we doing? I mean, right. we, if we don't have a vote, we are not protected and we can't ever change anything. And so that's my goal. And I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, except for every day, I'm just going to fight it and hope that I can grow momentum and, and spread the word. And, you know, someone knows somebody, somebody, right. all of us know somebody that can make it happen. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I agree with you that the, the voting, it should be fair and, and everybody should have a voice. So I agree with you 100% on that. And like I said, I admire that you are persisting with this and, and having the tenacity to keep 
pushing through. You know, it is, you can't make change if you don't push through. So I, I agree with you hundred percent on that. So way to go. So I want to yeah. switch gears on you. We're going to make this a little more fun for you. I think now if we can get on some fun stuff, I always love doing this. I call these the rapid fire and it's just, I want to let our audience get to know you a little bit outside of what you're doing every day so that, you know, I think the whole podcast for me is really about showing people that everyday ordinary people make extraordinary decisions in their lives to live extraordinary lives. So that that's what this is all about for me. And I always like to, at the same time, you know, show these people that, hey, we all do the same thing. We get up and eat breakfast in the morning and, and function like everybody else, right? So with that, I want to ask you when you're not, you know, campaigning and fighting all the, the fight and, and doing what you need to do, what do you else do you like to do for fun? I love, I used to love to go to the movies when there was a good movie, right? I loved, <laughs> I loved going and sitting in the seat. I loved the popcorn. I like everything being dark. I like the surround sound, you know, um, that was definitely like my favorite date night and I would even go alone, right? Yeah. So I loved going to the movies. Um, what else? I do love to work out in the yard, kind of dorky, but like uh, just plant plants and weed the yard. And I love a, the smell of fresh cut grass and a brand new fence. And I don't know. I like to be outside. Yeah. If you ask me if I'd rather clean a toilet or dig a ditch, I'd rather dig a ditch. You're going to dig the ditch. I, I might be I with you on that too. I I can pass up on the toilet. <laughs> that could that could be somebody else's joke. Outside and inside. Yeah. Well, it's good. You get some vitamin D, and you're out in the fresh air. You can't go wrong doing that. I'm with you on that 100. percent I'm an outdoor person too. Like we're on this whole thing right now, and we walk the dogs in the morning. Sometimes we run with them in the morning, and then they've somehow convinced us we got to take them back out at night. So now we're walking again at night. It's like every day now. I come out, get in there, and the dogs are like waiting to go out again. So I'm with you on the outdoor part. All right, and so let's see cat or dog person dog but i'm dog. not really a pet person i mean gotcha. we have a dog which is terrible we have a dog um but it's a family dog um for me a pet is like another responsibility and i take responsibilities very seriously yeah. and so for me it's like okay who's gonna feed the dog who's gonna walk the dog who's gonna play with the dog whose turn is it who's gonna do it you know so it's just, I don't know, it's terrible, but it's just something else I have to do. But hey, if I had to pick one, a dog. I love the honesty. It's all good. <laughs> and it is. That's why they always joke about, you know, like when, when people get married, they're like, try a dog out before you have kids because, you know, there are responsibilities like having a kid, you know, and my, and in my house, they are like having kids. I'm not kidding. Like they fight. I have two of them. I have a Catahoula and a Pitbull and they fight all the time, like not in a bad way, but just antagonizing each other. And I have this red squirt bottle that I have to run around with. And I just go, Am, do I need to get my water? Do I need to get my, and they, it's like, they know. <laughs> you better stop fighting the water's coming. So I'm with you hundred percent. All right. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Um, like I'm one of those comfort food people, you know, like yeah. casseroles, yeah. you know, like the kind of dish that everything's together, like uh, shepherd's pie or, yes. or, or uh, 
chicken pot pie, like where you get the whole thing in the one pot. So do you still make, do you make casseroles then for dinner? Is that y'all what you do mostly? Okay. okay. Cause you know, it's yeah. so funny. I grew up and okay. So when I was growing up, my dad, my mom would like shepherd's pie. My mom would make shepherd's pie. To be honest, I have not had shepherd's pie in like probably 25 years. No kidding. So my mom so would well. make this, but my dad did not like any of his food touching. Like nothing could be like together. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom would make it. My dad would be like, what is this? And so then I got, I don't know, I guess I just got this whole thing where I'm like, I don't like casseroles anymore. So I never hardly make them. Well, now my husband grew up on a farm in Montana where they eat pancakes and casseroles. <laughs> so then I ate Mary. Now he's making all these. He's he's like working, you know, part in the office. And then he it's like alternating every other week. And so he went to Montana a couple of weeks ago and came home with all this like giant zucchini. I'm talking like a ton of zucchini. So we had like zucchini lasagna, Red, zucchini masak. Yes. Yeah, it was like zucchini, zucchini, zucchini. It was all these casseroles and all this stuff with zucchini. I was like, okay, can we just stop with the casseroles and stop with the zucchini? Like I'm done. <laughs> so, but I'm not a eater. So I like almost anything. That's awesome. To be honest. Yeah. Well, see, see if you weren't married, I would say you're a good date then because nobody'd have to worry about it, right? right. <laughs> you're not picky about anything. That's awesome. It's awesome. All right. It's so fun question. If you were on a, and this is going to, this is probably going to make you think for me. If you were on a deserted island and you could only have one, not provided your food, your staples, all that stuff's taken care of, but if you could only have one item with you, what would you bring? The Bible, of course, but okay. So besides the Bible, because that's sort of like the Sunday school answer. Um, what would I bring? I like. That. Can I bring a person? Pe bring a person? Is that what you said? Bring a person? You can bring a person, I guess, if you want. I would bring my sister. I have bring a sister, sister that's only a year younger than me, and she's. We're very different, but very similar also. And she makes me laugh and she's a hard worker and um, like she's super reliable. I don't know. I, I you guys would be her. like, Taryn, you might have that island all organized. Like everybody would be like doing, y'all be getting off that island. Y'all be figuring out how to get off of it. I love that. I love that. All right. And so my last fun final question I want to ask you, if you could be any superhero or character for a day, what would you pick? Okay. So I've sort of thought about this question before. I definitely, my, so my super, like, I want a superhero uh, talent or whatever. What's it called? Like a, what's that called? Like a superpower? You know, like, a, a superpower. I want to be able to transport. So like yeah. be, like be here and then be like, oh, I, I need to be downtown. And I just like transport there. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, Jump no, on, yeah. you know, the river. Um, it's old, but anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know if any of the superheroes do that, but I want to be able to transport. You can be your own. Like, you could be your own character. You could just make them all up. It'd work. The transporting <laughs> would be good because you could bypass traffic, everything. You could yeah, just be like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's making me, it'd be like, well, and I'm thinking of like about like I dream a genie right now. You could just be like, you know, blink your eyes and you get wherever yeah, you need to go. Yeah, don't want to be able to read people's minds. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You just want to be able to transport. I don't want to be able to see through walls that might get, you might see things you don't want to see. <laughs> I'm with I you on that. I yeah. don't want to be able to fly. That feels scary, even though like you can fly, but that's too scary. No, I just want to transport from A to B. 
You just want to land there. Like you don't even have the transport part. You just get there. (laughs) That's awesome. That's that's awesome. (laughs) Jennifer, so if our audience wanted to learn a little bit more about what you've got going on and what's coming up, where do we send them? So my Facebook page is a great place to kind of follow me. I try to keep everybody updated and it's just Jennifer Fleck. All my posts are, are public. Um, I also have a campaign page, but they're both identical essentially. And then my website as um, I'll post videos there for people who aren't on on social media and my petition is linked there. If people wanted to know more details about the allegations against Travis County. And I'm also, I also post videos on YouTube. So I'm trying to put things out there for anybody who, I mean, there's just, a, I know there's still people who don't do social media. And right. so that's why I put it on webs- on the website and YouTube. So anyway, yeah, everything right. is under Jennifer Black. Awesome. Yes. You have to cover your bases because I always say you have to meet people where they are and they're all over. I mean, you've got people that are on Facebook and you got people that will never touch Facebook, but they'll get on a website. So I agree with you on that. And we are scrolling that on the screen. And when this goes out, we'll make sure that we get you tagged and get all of the right information on there so people can come and check you out. So with that, I want to say to you, thanks so much for jumping on here, giving us a little bit of information about what you're doing and, um, you know, all of that great stuff that you got going on. And I know it's it's hard and difficult, but I want to you know encourage you to keep doing what you're doing because people need you. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are, are kind of sitting back and they just, they wait for those people that can come up and and have a voice for them so that's how you create change right so i admire you for that so keep going doing what you're doing and be strong and uh, we're gonna keep following you and seeing what's happening with you so with that i do want to say to our listeners of course if you love our podcast please be sure you give us a rating both on itunes and facebook because we can't do this without you and hit that subscribe button on the youtube channel and with that i want to leave you guys with a final thought I got to find my papers here. I got 100 notes going. All right. Look for solutions instead of being difficult. Be more thoughtful instead of allowing anger to burn you out. Look at things from a different perspective. Embrace change. Look out for opportunities and you will feel much more in control. This just fits kind of today, doesn't it? That was not planned, but it fits kind of with what's going on. That's by Steve, uh, excuse me, Steve Backley, by the way. All right. You guys take care, be safe and be kind to one another. We'll see you next time.